Oh, it's me, Wanda Maximoff. I'm coming. I'm coming. I mean, not yet. <laughs> Wanda, I hear you need your cable fixed. Oh, hey, Viz. Let me show you the hole you can plug. Looks like I'll need to turn your box off and then on again. Oh, ooh. Uh, oh, is that a dildo in yes. your pocket or are you just a robot? Oh. Yes. Oh, 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 wait a minute, oh. wait a minute. I'm so, oh, did you just stick a thumb up my butt? Wait, who, is someone else here? Hey, neighbor. It was Agatha's thumb all along. And that was the moment of fairness. The question that gave birth to an offshoot universe. What if Wanda Maximoff's father sold bootlegged porno instead of bootlegged sitcoms? I am the watcher. I watch never to interfere. Although this time, I might get into some of that freaky shit. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 191 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am Brett, and I am joined by my tight, wet co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi! Oh, I got two adjectives never used to describe me. <laughs> I'm loose and dry. <laughs> <laughs> So very dry. How are you, my darling? I'm great. I'm ready to talk about some shit. Yeah, me too. Me too. We are going to forego talking about X-Men books this week. So sorry to three of our four listeners. Yeah, we kind of have Uh, a rule, I think, going forward that we have to have one X-Book that we like for us to want to talk about. (laughs) Okay, so this week it was just Children of the Atom number six, X-Force 22, and X-Men Legends number six. I will say that I did not dislike Children of the Atom, but overall... I don't care. We don't care. We don't care. But we want to talk about things we do care about. And uh, there were some comics that came out um, that, that we want to talk about that aren't yeah, X-Men. So we're going we're gonna to change up the format a little bit. Evil Jeff and I are each going to talk about one comic book that we read, and then we're going to get into a bunch of really good comic book TV that's out there right now. Sound good? Yeah, hit it. You gotta get a comic if you wanna get a hit. All right, Brett, it's the end of an era. Oh, which Uh, era are we talking about? Rainbow Rouse Runaways. Which is crazy. Do you know how long that book's been out? No, how long? It came out in 2017. Holy shit. It was out for four years. It lasted. It's been out longer than the Hickman's X-Men. And it's it's been a consistent creative it's team. It's great. Right? Like it's pretty much <laughs> it's Rainbow been, Rao like, the whole entire way through. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great, great book. Um, and part of me was kind of like... I'm so surprised this is still going just because, you know, they cancel books left and right at Marvel. And I was just so shocked that they let it keep going. And every new arc was just so great. 
And this one, they basically did the thing they always do. They calculated all the runaway books up and were like, uh-oh, this is actually issue 100. So oh, no way. They changed the numbering, made it issue 100, and on the cover is uh, the everyone standing there, and then above them is like an epic sky version of them looking off in the distance. Oh, so final issue. And I was like, this is either final issue, but then I was like, or is it like 100th issue thing? Right. But, is it like big transitional issue? Yeah, and as I was reading it, it definitely seemed like oh, huge, huge swings are happening in the plot. Like huge, massive changes are happening. And I'm like, oh, I think this is it. Um, and then of course, when I got to the end, they're just like, we regret to inform you, this is the last issue. Oh. And So what were the big sweeping changes that occurred in this issue? What's the new status quo for the next person to pick up Runaways with? Well, in the last few issues, the Gert that if Gert never died, well, I guess tech, I mean if Gert never died, she would be like the Gert in the comics it was brought back from before she died, so she's like three four years younger than everybody. Okay, so she's now like the youngest one, like she's almost like Mo- like Molly's almost as old as her now. Um, a time traveling Gert that's the age of that she should be comes back. Oh. And basically it's like, I'm in love with you, Chase, and I'm here to save you from your future. I'm going to save you from becoming what you're about to become. So Ooh. apparently he becomes like a huge supervillain because Gert dumped him and is dating Victor. <sighs> and then the young Gert is like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And basically she takes Chase and kidnap. Like, she basically tells everyone what happens and they agree like, okay... And she's like, I'm just going to take him into the future a bit and kind of reset him, like, wanting to destroy the world. And and he's like, what? I'm not going to do it. And they basically, like, just let him do it. And she just basically zaps him into the future. And they're all oh. kind of like, should we have done that? Was that bad? I mean, it's it's a hasty conclusion. I'm like, should Yes. Um, but basically the world shit, like, literally he was, like, he murders Nico. Like, he is just a lot of bad things. But then uh, Carolina is dating Nico, and she um, she's dating Nico, and and uh, Carolina was badly injured, and she actually calls the people that kidnapped Zavin from her home planet that wanted to like murder her. She actually calls them to help them restore her powers, and she actually is like, "Oh, I'm going to go with them." And Nico's like, "What are you talking about? They killed Zavin." She's like, "Actually, they didn't. He actually got acquitted, or they got acquitted." They were referring to Zavin as they. They were using non-binary pronouns, yeah, which I love. And uh, and she was like, "No, they're there." So I'm actually going to meet up with Zavin. And Nico's like, "What? Oh, you're going to be with your new uh, partner with your ex?" And but then she's like, "No, there's nothing going on." And Nico's like, "Whatever, whatever." Um, and then Nico becomes a super villain. <laughs> no, no, but no. In the end, she's like, "I understand." But here's the crazy thing: is Nico takes out her staff, and she's like, "Take it with you. I don't want it anymore." Oh, and she flies off into space with the staff of one. And then Molly calls Clara and she's like, yeah, I think we should go to Krakoa. Who's Clara? Um, Remember Joss Whedon's Runaways? Did you ever read Joss Whedon's Runaways? Oh, I don't know. She was like from the 1800s and they and she was a mutant with like flower powers, which I feel like, oh, she'd be great on Krakoa. 
Oh, please, uh, they love themselves some sentient flowers. But uh, yeah, so in the end, uh, but then Gert and Victor were still together. And um, yeah, and then it ended with like Zavin is now like, like a high up thing and he's like eagerly awaiting Carolina. And then okay. what's uh, what's the one that, that betrayed all of them? The, the main um, cast. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Alex. Alex. And then it also shows Alex. Um, he's dressed as like a, in a superhero costume. And he actually has um, cameras on as watching everything that's happening to them. And he's okay. and, and then it cuts to him like watching and he's like, it's almost time. And that's oh. how it ends. And I'm like, what is he going to do? I want to know. They're all over the place. I know. But the thing that sucks is I was like, I love it all. But I want to see what happens. And they're like, and you're not going to find out because it's ended. Do you think there's any concrete plans for somebody to pick up the runaways? It seems like no. I think they just basically hit it being like, you know what? The runaways is a staple. And no matter how someone's, it's always going to be brought back at some point. So here, I'm going to tee it up. So here. I'm going to tee it up. And however many years it takes when they bring it back, this is where everything's left off and it's ready to go. That's what I think. Okay, is here you happen. go. Yeah. Uh, well, but um, it, yeah, it wasn't as bad run. as like a Models Inc. season finale season like ending. Sure, sure. Do you remember that? I mean, where, what is? Yes, um, where like they all got shot up, and then it was like, well, it goes to black, so you don't see you. you don't see who dies, and then they're like, and it's canceled. <laughs> You're like what? Has anyone ever done anything with that? Like written fan fiction or? Um, I don't think, I think right now it's just too, I wonder, too much time has passed for anyone to care, I think. Totally. Although there's still that niche group of fans out there, you know, that, that would love it. Models Inc. fan fiction. We should get the cast. We should write the end of Models Inc., get the cast <laughs> on this show, and do a table read of... <laughs> What happens after the finale? No, it literally is just like a doctor being like, doctor, are they okay? Well, this person's dead. This person is No, they all died. This person, oh yeah, everyone's dead. The end. (laughs) That's what we'll do for CBQ's 200th episode. Oh shit. No, I just decided to look it up. Fanfiction.net. Oh, there's a bunch of people doing models. Oh, there is. Oh shit. Nope. Yep. Oh, I just picked it up right now. Here's people... Here's people writing Models Inc. fan fiction. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, baby. I hate, I hate, I hate the internet. I do too. (laughs) Uh, But I love comic books. And I love, you spoke of an ending. I'm going to speak of a beginning. uh, Because I love symmetry. So I read Defenders number one. That's right. There's a new Defenders team in the Marvel Universe. Is it similar at all to the original Defenders? It is. Two of the founding members are on this team. Um, And then uh, there's another member who was on a later iteration of a team. Still a classic iteration of that. This is written by Al Ewing, who we love. uh, Art by Javier Rodriguez. It is, and this is the part you're going to groan at, it seems to be a continuation of the Marvel Universe narrative threads that were established in Marvel Comics number 1000, The Masked Raider. Oh. Yeah. 
So he's on the team. The masked raider is on the team. Yes. The team is Doctor Strange, the Silver Surfer, the Masked Raider, Harpy, and Cloud. Cloud. The non-binary like, one? Yes, much like Zavin referred to as they on this team. Well, I was going to say, actually, I'm happy for that because that was kind of done so, you know, that's when we read back on that. It's you like, oh, <laughs> this is not how this you treat is, this kind of material. This is problematic. <laughs> so I'm yeah, so very happy that that's going less, to be yeah. basically like, oh, let's let's do this non-binary character. Um, well, what do you call it? Well, that's tricky. I mean, what do you call someone when they literally have the magic power to fully turn binary from one to the other? Right. What what do you call that? They've already given, I I don't know, um, bigenderal? Bigender? Oh, maybe bigender. I like that. They've already given Cloud some exposition in this issue. And I don't know enough about the character of Cloud to know if this is a rehash or if this is new, but they're saying Cloud is a nebula that gained sentience and had a run-in with two teenagers, the blonde girl, the blonde boy, and they got intermingled with this sentient nebula and voila, you have Cloud. So I don't know if this character truly identifies as non-binary or bi-gender, we shall see. Who's Harpy? Harpy is Red She-Hulk. Harpy is um, Betty Ross. Oh, right. Uh, Hulk's ex-wife. Right. Used to be Red She-Hulk. You, you and I, L. Ewing writes Immortal Hulk. And what happened to Betty, Betty Banner, in that book was under Al Ewing's pen, I think she died as Red She-Hulk, but like all the characters, like She-Hulk, like Bruce, oh, they, in that they can't run, die. they're all immortal. They all can't die. There's this thing called the Green Door. And so she came back out as Harpy. But Harpy was always like a classic Hulk villain. So I think this is just a new take on Harpy. But she's not a villain. She's not a villain. She's on the superhero team. This team was put together by a spell the Masked Raider came to Doctor Strange. There's trouble. I'm not clear what the trouble is, but there's trouble. So Doctor Strange, Strange casts a spell that's like, bring me a team. Pull random characters from the Marvel Universe. Just show me who's on my team. And all these characters appear one by one. I think they really should have gotten permission to get um, Iceman. Yes. I agree. Although, hopefully, big things are happening to him in Marauders, now that Christian is alive still, and I don't know. But yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to have Iceman on this team. It would be nice to have Angel on this team and not an X-Corp. Or, <laughs> you know Moon, Dra- or Moon Dragon. I liked that whole... Moon hole. Dragon. Like, all, those, all the people in that run was pretty cool. They're great. Hercules... No, that's Champion. Sorry. Who's Defenders. Defenders of the Earth. Oh, wait. That's, a, that's just a separate cartoon. Did you ever watch that? Oh, that that? was like Flash Gordon and the Phantom. And Mandrake. Mandrake. Yes. Master of magic, spells, and delusion. Mandrake. Oh, God, I love that show. It was kind of perverted where they each had their own, like, kid that they were molesting. A little. (laughs) 
because I think only one of them was like their actual kid, and the other one was like, "Hey, I found this boy on the street, and he's hey, I found this boy on the street." Yeah, like Mandrake, total child molester. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Look at that mustache. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do some mad. Here, come into my van while I show you some magic tricks, please. Please. Here, pick a card. Anyway, Thanks. Defenders of the Earth. I need to rewatch some of those and see. I, yeah, wait, I would love to see was, how that holds up. How that holds up. What was the sh- like? So that was a cartoon. Wasn't that played in tandem with another cartoon where it was like these big monsters? And then there wasn't also a Bigfoot cartoon. Like there were three shows. That, that was were that, that was a big thing. They did that with a bunch of them, where it was like a half hour was blocked out, but ten minutes would be each of a show. But I do remember, I do think Defenders of the Earth had its own. Defenders of the Earth, I yeah. think, was like an after school thing. But I don't we know. We need to do some research. I remember it being in tandem with the Bigfoot cartoon, like the monster truck, not the Sasquatch. And some other thing where there was this character called Decompose. I, I don't know. I, I I have vague memories. I think we will follow. We up. should follow up and just do a thing on old, like, good Saturday morning cartoons. Old, good Saturday morning cartoons. The old, the old Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Amazing. Please. Did you so see bad. someone did, there was like a Geico commercial or some car commercial. It was a Brazilian car commercial. Yeah, that where they were all those characters. It was it like was something so, in my soul. It was so felt, like capable. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, make a movie out of this shit. Please. Uh, anyway, Defenders. Um, it's an exposition-based issue. It goes a lot into the Masked Raiders, his whole narrative history, which has to do with the Enclave and Adam Warlock and Korvac. It's a, it's a whole corner of the Marvel Universe I am not that familiar with. And do you want to get familiar with it? I am not trying to go down those historic rabbit yeah. holes. Thank you so much. So please, Al Ewing, don't rely on that backstory because I am not going to investigate it. Don't rely on that body of work. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the, Javier Rodriguez's art is so great. It's reminiscent of Trad Moore, who did that great Silver Surfer Black book. Oh, right, right, uh, right. He's who drew a lot of Marvel Comics 1000. So we'll see. It's promising. It's an eclectic team. It's Al Ewing. It ends with them going back in time to the planet and the moment that created Galactus. Oh. So what fun. I never gave a shit about Galactus either. Are you serious? Yeah. What are you going to do when he's part of the MCU? I don't know. I'll just, I'll Not go with care? it. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. I'm just saying he never, it, that's the thing. I have a thing, big, huge robot things, or just big, huge monsters. Galactus. Godzilla, Mothra, uh, 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 King Kong. You don't uh, like Kaiju. Voltron. I hate all of that stuff. My boyfriend is fucking Godzilla sculpture. He's obsessed with all that shit. I hate it. Yeah. I hate the idea of like, but it's big. I don't care. It's not interesting. Did you like Cloverfield? Um, Cloverfield was interesting because it wasn't based on the big thing. It was just based on the people running away from it. On the people. And it was very great to see TJ Miller die. And, and also, and the girl from Mean Girls, what's her name? Yes. Her, her get exploded too. That was fun. Yeah. 
that was fun. Um, so those comic books were fun. We've got an ending. We've got a beginning. You know what? I'm so sorry, but we brought up Galactus. We brought up the MCU, and that sparked something in me. So can we do some impromptu MCU rumors? Okay. Okay. So... Wait, hold on. Let's hit it for this. Or let's cut to Lindsay Lohan's rumors as our intro music. Go. Okay, that was that was apt. <laughs> so, Michaela Cole, heard of her? Who's who, no? Who's that? Uh, Bubblegum, I May Destroy You. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, is she going to be Storm? Yeah. Is she going to be Storm? Well, People want her to be Storm. Cast, she's cast in Black Panther 2. <gasps> she better be fucking be Storm. She needs to be Storm. So, <laughs> if she's not Storm, which would be amazing, there's another rumor going around that she has been recast. So Shuri has been recast, and it's her, not Letitia Wright. Oh, because the vaccines? Well, <laughs> the, the vaccines, was there some transphobia in there as well? Somewhere? I might have made that up. <laughs> We're just going to say you're transphobic. I don't remember. You're transphobic. I don't remember anti-vax. her. Don't say, I'm not saying she part. didn't. I just remember her acting like the like COVID was a hoax and the vaccines were, were bad. Yeah. So, listen, we want Michaela Cole to be Storm. Um, if she's not, then we want her to be Shuri because, oh, her minister, uh, she's slammed for ministers, anti LGBTQ views. So it's her, it's the minister, the, the church she belongs to. Yeah. But if she's churchy too, get her out of there. Um, so if Michaela Cole is not Storm, she might be Shuri, which would be amazing because wouldn't you rather have Michaela Cole as a new Black Panther than Letitia Wright as a new Black Panther? You know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, it's, just go Shuri so, as Black it's just getting so messy. I need to get I I it's also I need to hear some Listen. like I need to hear like more details of what this is going to be because it all seems very worrisome. She's right. She's right, listeners. It is messy. Another rumor is in the Marvels, Captain Marvel 2. I'm not sure who the actor is, but there is a potential, there's a rumor that we are potentially going to see a fourth Marvel in addition to Carol. Marvel, the gay bisexual one? No, um, Blue Marvel. Who the fuck's that? Adam Brashear. Adam Brashear, the Blue Marvel. What, what else is he in? He's like Black Reed Richards, but with Superman powers. He's a he's a comic book character, girl. I don't remember him in anything. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> so he's on. Remember when they did that that book, The Ultimates, and it was an Avengers team in in our regular six one six universe, and it was. And I think this is this could be where a new Avengers team is going. Is my whole point because The Ultimates, which Galactus was a big part of that book. The Ultimates, they're uh, T'Challa, Carol, America, Blue Marvel, and there's a fifth one. I can't remember who. But that could be the new Avengers team in the MCU. If we're doing Blue Marvel, if we're doing Carol, if we're reinvesting in Black Panther, we're introducing America. 
Who knows? I'm going here? Who knows? Who knows? Do you think it's getting too messy? I think Black Panther is getting too messy because I honestly feel they should have just... I think they should have recast it. I know that's a very controversial opinion. And I think um, Chadwick Boseman is amazing. He's a legend. He's great. Travesty, he did not win the Oscar. Um, Oh, my God. Remember that? However, I also think what is legendary is the Black Panther character. Yes. And killing off that character and not being able to have it. Just because the the one actor also died, I don't know. I feel it's a disservice to like just now. Now we can't have that character anymore. I don't. I don't know. Like, well, mm. what if? But but what if they just follow the comics and instead of recasting T'Challa, T'Challa dies, you know, or or hangs up the mantle, and then and then Shuri is Black Panther, and Shuri is. I think that's what they're going to do, but I still think. But it's but in all the comics it's T'Challa. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I but, but for for me I, in the end, I'm sure whatever they're going to do is going to be fine. But right now it's all like very nebulous. So I'm like, what is this? Is this going to be good? And usually it's always amazing. So it'll be fine. So I just looked up the Ultimates to remember who the fifth member was. By the way, the Ultimates written by Al Ewing, and by the way, the fifth member Miss Monica Rambeau. Oh right. When was that Let's out? Do that. What year? Uh, twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was the book where they made Galactus the life bringer, and turned him like orange, and he would create instead of devour. He would poop out planets instead of eat them. I don't care about Galactus. Oh my god. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But I bet you do care about comic book television. Oh, you fucking know I do. Well, hit that fucking music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. All right. Which one are we going to start? I guess we should start off with the one that only had one episode. What if? What if? What if? So what if premiered? We have our first episode. They're keeping these episodes shrouded in mystery. No idea what the remaining episodes are going to be. Um, what do you think? But we have our first. Are, are we doing a one, two, three? Oh, of course. Are you ready? All right. Episode one. What if? One, two, three. Loved it or hated it. Let's go. One, two, three. I loved had it. some problems with it. <laughs> I loved it. I had some I, severe problems with it. Is do do your problems have to do with like the whole the kind of cringe nature of it sometimes? No, mine actually is the concept of what is is more conceptual of what what if is supposed to be and what they're doing. Oh, talk to me. Um what if is showing how what if this one little thing happened? Here's all of the things that have changed. Ergo, yes. the end of this what if episode, that's where the episode should have been five minutes in. And that's really where it needed to be. Like, that's the story I so wanted to see. Everything else. What if? What if nothing was that different? Like, not, what if it's not just about what if this happened? Let's see this fun fight if this was going on. It's what are the ramifications of the planet Earth 
if this one little thing changed. We did not see any ramifications of what changed. And I'm like, I call You mean in the modern day? In the modern day? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, you could extrapolate some of the things. No, I want to fucking see it. I want to fucking see it. I don't think this is the end of the story. Well, that's what I, but uh, from what I was gathering, it's a different what if and a different universe each time. Now, if it's like, no, we're only doing this one what if, and this is the beginning, and we're going to continue telling the story, then I'm on board and I fucking love it. But if they start with a brand new story and that thing was its own little thing, I was very disappointed. Sure. So I fundamentally disagree. Because to me, what if was always like that short, contained, like, we're just going to check in, here are the similarities, here are the differences, bye bye Yeah, okay, what's the differences? The differences are no Captain America. The differences are no Winter Soldier. No, that's the what if. No, we don't know what the difference is. But what's the ramifications of that? We don't see any of them. But what if you don't extrapolate? They show you. Sure. This was a mirror of Captain America, the first Avenger. So... I expected a parallel of that movie, and that's what I got. And I was satisfied from that. Yeah, but I think I it's, still, like, it's still like then the movie ended and then they won. It felt like it was like, and everything's the same. The only thing that's different is now she's in the future. Okay, what does that mean? Well, uh, we don't know. But I do think what if it, was, it is brought back for a season two, and I think it's very possible that we will revisit that particular reality. That's all I'm asking. Because That's all what I'm if asking. Never explained it, everything. What if showed you a different take? I felt it just didn't go. It didn't show me enough of the take. You need to get to like. That's the thing is, even if it literally just was like, "Here you are." By the way, though, um, the Nazis lost, but actually, because of all this and what you did, Russia actually won the Cold War. Because there wasn't a Captain America and now Russians rule the planet and we're trying to fight against them. You know what I mean? I just needed a little sure. thing like that. Where that then now the whole world is a hundred percent completely different. I just need to know The whole world is a hundred percent completely different. And I say this when you take the winter soldier out of it, oh my god, the differences are too vast and too deep to go into. Yeah, the fact that the winter soldier never turned evil. That's huge. It's huge. I know. So so I'm like, it's literally like, it's it's edging. It's like this show was jerking me off. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to come. And they fucking let go, took the money off the nightstand and walked out and left me with blue balls. So that's my complaint. Mike, that's my complaint. Did you want, did you want a scene with old twink Steve Rogers succumbing to dementia? No, I Captain wanted to see, was bedside. I wanted to see a completely different America based on everything is different. Or maybe it's like a crazy utopia. And then she has yeah. to gather the Avengers. But but Tony Stark is a drunk. 
and he never does had his you know what i mean thor yeah. um and instead of thor it's actually loki like you know what i mean and then it's like the crocodile loki i don't know i'm just saying there was so much fun stuff ready to happening and it didn't happen i got mad and i the only reason i'm complaining is because it was so good the animation right. is amazing oh. It's oh, so halfway good. through, you're like, oh, yeah, it's Disney. Oh, my God, this is gorgeous. The action scenes, amazing. The so animation, good. amazing. It's all the acting. It's all the same voices of the real actors. I Not was all. just who was different. Chris Evans. That wasn't Chris Evans. That was not Chris Evans. Do you believe it? Oh, I thought they said he was going to be in it. No, it was this other actor who was doing a very good Chris Evans voice. Why wouldn't Chris Evans do it? I don't know. He's probably too expensive. Well, I hope there's no Black Widows coming up since she has officially been erased. Oh. She's been erased from Disney has refused to ever work with her again. That's Can we? Just, yeah. Can I just give a quick rant? Disney? Sure. Fuck <laughs> off, Disney. What the fuck are you trying to gain? Do you think you're going to win the publicity war? Here, granted, you're going to be fine, Disney. You're going to be fine. This bitch is like, oh... You're going to you're going to go behind my contract and not release this. So I want to get my due. You fucked me right. over. And they're like, "God, can't you like it was the pandemic." Like, I know. we're all struggling. So Disney, heinous. you're not struggling. Give the bitch like, 20 extra million dollars and just shut right. the fuck up. They were like, "Scarlett Johansson's anti-vax." I was like, "Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute." Wait, did they really say that? No, no. Oh, okay. No, but that's basically like, "Let's destroy her." And I'm like, "For what?" For what? It's so crazy. And now Emily Blunt and uh, Emma Stone are going to sue, too. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jane, Dwayne Johnson is like, whatever. Just keep casting me. Do did whatever we, you want. Did we talk about that? Did you watch Jungle Cruise? I did not. I did. Ooh. $30. No. I, I want my fucking money back. Yeah, I bet. Do you know None what it those. is? Do you know what it's completely ripping off? Like completely ripping off jumanji no the mummy no. oh it's literally rachel emily blunt is rachel weiss her kind of gayish brother is the like yeah. that it's and then there's the guy do you need to take us to find this like yeah. magic thing and that's Dwayne, which was brendan fraser it is the exact same plot points all the way through Ugh. except none of those and movies the mummy has a lot of better cgi Oh, stop. The, 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 in, in Jungle Cruise, tons of CGI snakes just everywhere. I'm like, why is there a, snake, a CGI snake there? I literally just fast forwarded to the Scorpion King showing up at the end of the Mummy sequel. Oh, well, oh, 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 oh. I mean, it's not perfect, but the first Mummy had some pretty good CGI for the fact sure, that it was 19, 1997 or whatever the fuck that was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson CGI in The Second Mummy is Ooh. notoriously, the it's considered the worst CGI thing ever done, ever. In, in a big movie. Jungle Cruise is bad. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a sequel to Jungle Fever with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yes. Um, where he... And, oh, what's that actress's name? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it, isn't it, um... Isabella, no, wait. It's, it's not Isabella Rossellini. It is the one she was in Luke Sior, Cage. Sioria? Annabella Sciorra. Annabella Sciorra. They're yeah, together, and they're going on a cruise. Voice, by the way. 
I know. She had from floor. yeah, Harvey Weinstein fucked her over. I know. Oh my god, we are all over the place. Uh, every first of all, I have not been able to get Bucky as a Disney prince out of my head <laughs> since watching What If. What a joy. What a joy. I felt here's one other thing I liked about it. I like that it was the tone of a 1940s comic book. There was cringe, yeah. there was hokiness, yeah. and I liked it. Oh yeah, I loved all of that. I loved everything I was seeing. I, I was telling you, I was sure. loving it, and then when it ended, I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> but like, here's one choice I would have made, to your point. Like, give Hawkeye some, make Hawkeye look different in that end scene. Like, make him like in an Iron Man kind of suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Howard, invented Iron Man-ish tech earlier because Peggy did her thing. Yeah, I yeah, I just wanted to see a few things different. Give me give me a few things different at the end. Yeah. 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 Give me like an Iron Man out Hawkeye yeah. at the end. Since we accelerated that technology. Or just like have fucking Captain Marvel standing there. Like just something where you're like, whoa, wait exactly. a minute, what? Something different. Yeah. Yes, totally get it. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. all I needed. And they didn't give it to me. It was, why aren't we writing this shit? All right, anyway. I know. Let's let's switch away from Marvel and let's move to DC. Yes. Okay. Typically, I'm like, no. But in this case, I'm like, yes, nom, nom, nom. DC kills it with its TV shows. We got Harley Quinn. They really do. We got Doom Patrol. And we've always liked Titans. But I will say this. Of Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, um, and Titans. Titans, I would say, would probably be my least favorite. Yeah, it was, it was like, it was good enough. It was eye candy. Like, great, fine, great. But this season. This season, they're going hard and dark. Hard and dark. The storyline that they are leveraging is hard and dark. Therefore, the show, hard and dark. I will say it does. Um, I am kind of, I am kind of like. Okay, I hope they pay this off. Okay, there's some things where I'm like, this isn't making sense. So I hope when it's explained that it makes sense. Mostly because, all right, here's the deal. It is paying off the, we all know Jason Todd, the original Jason Todd from the comic book, is the famous call in should Robin die. Call in. Death in the family. And the and they and everyone's like, yeah, fuck this, Jason Todd, and the Joker. And I him. voted to live. I called in and voted live when I was a kid. <laughs> and you, uh, but and basically, this it literally opens up with him being murdered by the Joker, which is very creepy. I love how they do not show the Joker. It's all in this silhouette of him being murdered. It's super creepy. I love that they just get right to it. Yeah. And, but then you see, oh, there's this new red hood, but it's kind of like, you can't do it. Like anyone watching this knows the fucking comic. So you can't do some kind of, it's Jason Todd. We know it's going to be, we know it's fucking Jason Todd. Jason Todd is the red hood. Like we know, we done know. So he comes in and he's basically just murders all these bad guys. And he's like, I'm the new bad guy and you owe me money. And then just decides to, um, and then, oh, wait, fucking ba- Joker gets murdered by Bat. Batman decides to murder Batman Joker and Joker. retire and, and tells retires. Nightwing, you're Batman now. I'm, I'm out of here. And Dick Grayson is like, what, what, what just happened? And then Jason Todd just, just, just like the Red Hood then decides, oh, I'm just going to just utterly destroy the Titans. And I guess my question is. 
why? <laughs> why? Why, yes, why right. is he evil? And that's the yes. thing where I'm like, I really hope it makes sense. Because I think if it just goes to like, you didn't love me. Like, what? Like, then I'm going to be like, that's not. You're murdering right. a lot of people. There, it needs to be more than like, you didn't show me enough love, Nightwing. <laughs> that's not definitely, enough of an excuse to just literally murdering everybody. And that's the other thing where it's like, he's beyond redeemable at this point. Absolutely. Episode three, he absolutely oh, crosses yeah. the line and there is no going back. And uh, it's kind of unlike the Red Hood in the comics, right? It's like eventually he becomes cool. Well, the Red Hood, I think he's like Robin Hood, isn't he? More like uh, he's doing bad things, but with a good intention. Let's go with that. I don't think the Red Hood was murdering people, was he? I don't think the Red Hood was murdering heroes. Yeah, heroes at least. He might. uh, I don't remember. Might have been. I don't know. They reset that shit so many times. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, basically, Jason Todd is, like, crazy super evil. But everyone else, it, the only other thing is I I, I hate that, that they left that huge uh, cliffhanger with Raven. And it's just like, can, yes. can we get can we get to that, please? She's what literally... What cliffhanger with Raven again? Well, it's, she's like, oh, I'm going to go off to school. And then it's like her talking to gar what's his name is it gar yeah talking to him like via zoom but then it turns out it was like her evil dad and then she's like trapped in some dimension and she's not really in college oh well it seems that they've skipped that and there's definitely something going on with they allude to the fact that she is trying to resurrect donna troy somewhere oh that raven is yeah there's a line Okay, okay, well, that's like, the thing is, like, Raven I just... off trying to resurrect Donna. Oh, okay. Well, let's... Can, is, are, is she scheduled to be in the show? Yeah, yes. Okay. I think we still have yet to see Raven. Uh, that's the only thing I missed. And, yeah. Yeah. And Donna. They, they show some clips in the season. Oh, three will three she be resurrected? Raven. Oh, that'll be cool. I hope so. I love Donna oh, Troy I love on this her show. Too. Yeah, She's she, like my fave. Yeah, she fucking bit it in the end. But yeah. I will tell you this. He starts fucking with everybody and he's just murdering people, kidnapping people, murdering people and just fucking with Nightwing. And Nightwing is always like a fucking step behind. Poor Nightwing. Oh, and we have, now have really? Oracle, Barbara Gordon. Yay! In the Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner so Gordon. Much. And she and Nightwing, Nightwing fucks everybody. He has put his dick in Dove, Barbara Gordon. I mean, look at him. And is he with Starfire still? Are they still fucking? I don't think so, but they used to fuck. They had that hot scene in season oh, one yeah. in the hotel room. Oh, I'm with telling a you, of tequila. Oh, Brenton. You know Threes. what? I'm. Oh. And here, I'm going to say right now. He's like, right now. This could change. Of white guys, he's at the top. Oh, absolutely. My husband and I. All when we watched, we were watching Titans solely for Brenton, truthfully. And the whole time we're watching, we just go, Look at him. Look he at is him. so hot. I he's hate so white hot. people. <laughs> I know, but he's. An and exception. I'm just like, I will make an exception for you. Um, also, and Superboy is super hot. Bisexual in real life? Brenton Thwaites, yeah, he came out as bi. When? 
Yes, years ago. What? Yeah. Yeah. So there is Like a I have a chance. Honey, I do not have a chance in hell. You have a chance. You don't know what he's into. I know. That's like when I found out like I was crushing really hard on the boyfriend from Crazy Ex-Boyfriend. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. 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 And then my friends were like, oh, we're friends with him. He's gay. And then he came out, saw his boyfriend, and boyfriend, a ginger bear. Say it. Yes. And I was like, You what? never know. You never know. He would might sleep with me. Oh, my God. I'd die. Oh, my God. Um, okay. I, I heard you on Superboy also, because... That cutie patootie. But even Gar, like Beast Boy, that fuck oh, him. Gar. He's oh, fucking hot oh, as shit. Yes. And then can we also say the naked scene of uh, um, Hawk? Just Alan Rich. So Alan Richson's another one. Ever since Alan Richson, wait for it, auditioned for American Idol in like season two or three, I have been obsessed with him. Was he big and muscly then too? Yes, they made him take his shirt off during the auditions. Nice. Like in the hallway. And I, I like fell on the floor. He, all right, so there's so much to talk about. Um, I love what they're doing with Gar because as we know, the show does not have the biggest budget. So Beast Boy has notoriously only turned into a tiger. Yeah. And has not, does not have green skin. But He got Gar green skin is, for a second. He had green skin for a second while he was fighting. I felt like that was new. Also, he's reading up on different animals so he can diversify his portfolio. Someone's going to turn into a snake. Snake or bird? What do you think? Someone's going to turn into a bird, I think. I think bird's night, bird or snake. One of those two. Can't wait. Um, Yeah. And it's basically, I will say right now, Starfire, um, uh, it feels a little... Uh, back burner-ish for me. She so, does. And right now they're giving her some kind of weird romance plot. And then I'm just like, is this, is this guy evil? Like what's going on? Like, is this, yeah. And what's setup? going on with her sister? Wasn't her sister a thing? Yeah. Black and fire? she's, I mean, she's clearly experiencing these weird out of body things. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? So I'm, I, I know they're building to it, but she's, I want her to be, um, I just want more of her. That's the all. star of the show. Yeah. I want yeah, more Anna yeah. Diop. She's the best. Um, it's really fun. The action sequences are really tight, really good. Yeah, I feel like the fighting, the fight choreography still needs a bit of work, but but it's fun. But uh, but I'm I'm excited, and I will say this: having like someone that was on your team, like just brutally, because basically, Hawk, let's talk about episode three. Yeah, Hawk is three like Hawk is because like, the incredible. end of episode two, Nightwing bashes off the mask and sees that it's Jason Todd. Yeah. And so he's like, right. oh, yep. shit. And so we still don't know who resurrected him because it does look like he was dead and he was resurrected. So yes. my other thing is I think it might be interesting if it's like, is the, is Joker inside of him? Like, is it even Jason Todd? Right. Or is it someone else's personality in there? Like, I think it might be. Uh, yeah, I think it might be interesting. It can, I can you imagine if he suddenly starts laughing and he's the Joker now? Um, that could be interesting. I don't know. That could be interesting. But and when Batman killed the Joker, he actually killed Jason. <laughs> oh my god! Oh <laughs> shit! That would be fucked up. But yeah. uh, but basically, they all are having this discussion of like, what do we got to do? And then it's like, we, we let's try and get him and figure out what's going on. And Hawk's like, we have to kill him. We have to kill him. 
He's already killed these people. It's too late. We have to kill him. And every and then Dove tries to speak some sense. She's like, tone it down. But then Jason Todd calls him. He's like, hey, man, I'm really screwed up. Uh, I need you to help me. Which I'm like, don't do it. Yeah, fake out, fake out. And I will tell you this. The moment that happened, I said, he is going to die. Oh, he's absolutely. He is going to die. And so he then goes there to kill him, but instead gets outdone. He gets um, a thing implanted in his heart where he only has like 17,000 heartbeats. Oh, wait, go ahead. Oh, where he gets naked. Oh, Lord. So he makes Hawk strip down in an abandoned Gotham gym and jump in a dirty swimming pool to prove that he's not wired. Did you pause that scene? Do, do Do you pause the scene? Do you see his dick? You see his balls from the back. So, like, you see his balls hanging through. No, there's a part where he dives dives into the water and you see the front, but it's, like, in shadow. Holy fuck. So, I'm wondering if you pause it and change the lighting, if you see his color. Oh. Oh It's like a color of night Bruce Willis situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. If, If watching Blue Mountain State, you would have told me, one day you'll see him nude. I would not have believed it. But he's nude, and then he gets knocked out, and then, okay, yes, he shows up with a bomb strapped to his chest. And uh, Superboy is, like, trying to make this diffuser to kind of fix it and end it. Meanwhile, Jason Todd is like, oh, I don't want 50 million. You have to go rob a bank and get 50 million bars of gold. So he's basically like, you have to become criminals and give me the money. And You have to become criminals. I'm going to turn you into like a public perception of you're all criminals now. But one thing to mention about the bomb, it is not, it's counting down, but it's not counting down seconds. It's It's counting down Hawks heartbeats. What an amazing... I if I, I would have been like, put him on a drug that slows one of those drugs that slows your heart down to like three beats per minute. Yeah. Do that. They didn't do that. Well, they put him on beta blockers. Sure. They, they is, did stuff. Yes. Let's just call it a Saturday night for me. Um anyway. <laughs> uh but then uh Dove basically is called by herself as well, and it's like, what are you doing? Why? And I think it's just because they all just like, they still think that there's something that they can save him, that they're like, I can get through to him. Yeah. Like, and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to listen to what he, his plan. Like, if he wants to turn me into a criminal, fine. If it saves Hawk, fine. I will do whatever he wants. And so she goes off kind of, you know, against the team's wishes and follows Jason's plan to take down an armored truck with a bunch of gold bars in it. She does it while Nightwing is, is following his own path, while Starfire is following her own path, while Superboy and Gar are following their own path to all save Hawk in their different ways. And Jason Todd basically is like, I'm holding the diffuser. It'll turn it off as soon as I let go. And to Dove, he gives her a gun. He's like, you just have to kill me and then I'll let go of this. And then Hawk is alive. And Nightwing shows up. And he's, and he's like, like Don't it's do a it trick. Tough. It's a trick. And and then of course, uh, they literally have just a couple heartbeats left. Superboy's like, I got it. I fixed it. He's running super speed, but Dove can't wait. Shoots the gun. Up, oh, it's not a gun. That's 
the the the, bomb, the, detonator. the detonator, and she blows up her boyfriend. She blows up her boyfriend, which now she gets to live with. Yeah, great, oh, Jesus. Here's here's my thing though. So you've got these heartbeats ticking down. Time is of the essence. Dove is like, I'm going to change into my costume and I'm going to take down the armor truck per Jason's instruction. That bitch braided her hair. She put those two braids in her hair. Yeah. I'm like, you braided your... How many heartbeats did it take for you to braid yeah. your hair, Dove? <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the makeup. But this is why we're saying that Jason has crossed the line. Not only has he murdered Hawk, but... He has done it in such a sadistic, vile way to basically murder Dove as well. Like she's, she's done. She's broken. She she killed her husband. And that's why I honestly think it's not really him. I think there's someone else controlling. I think there's someone else like controlling him. And because that person is inside him, I don't know. Or but that it's. I, if they aren't inside of them, then ha- they're, they're doing some sort of brainwashing because I don't see or when they brought him back, he is missing something like he's missing a soul, a soul like there. Ha- there has to be some explanation because it is not the same Jason Todd anymore. Like, I, I wonder being if beat up by the like, being beat up by the Joker wouldn't make you a supervillain would not have done that, especially after people were like, don't go, don't go. Batman was like, don't go. And he's like, I'm going. Yeah. Like, like not, none of that you is you can't a, blame anybody. Yeah. So that's where it's like, there, there's something else going on and I'm sure we'll figure it out. But I'm just like, this show's fucking dark. That's the other thing is like, I also forget. I'm so used to watching Marvel stuff and other things where there's like a lightheartedness. And this so far, just there's, there's maybe a few seconds of Gar being like, you're a dick, like here and there. But for the most part, sure. it's just like, this is a yeah, fucking Gar's heavy. Gar's got like a light comic relief at best. Everything else is Everything else heavy. is really fucking heavy. Everything's about trauma. Everything. Yeah. yeah. It's intense. Britton Thwaites, though, he is one attractive man, I have to say. I just, I have to say it. Yeah. Woo. Um, so who knows? I, I'm very excited for the show. It, it, I feel like it's found its voice. It's taking chances. It's taking risks. Uh, the actor who plays Jason Todd, you know, I was always like, man, he's fine. He's passable. He, now that he's playing evil, I feel like is having more fun and is yeah. just much more enjoyable to watch. Yeah, he's doing good. They give him more and he's doing really well with it. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for this whole season. I am too. I'm excited for Doom Patrol. When does that come out? Soon-ish. Ooh. August, September. Soon. Preview wow. looks great. Trailer looks great. Really weird. That's cool. We're doing it. Do it, DC. And you know what? The DC people, they love their darkness. They love their trauma. They hate Marvel because it's gay. So, but the thing that's so ha- weird fun. is it's so strange with that, though, because when you actually look at the the paradigm of way characters are formed, most of the main characters in DC, not counting Batman, they're just like heroic, I've always been amazing and yeah. super strong. They're like, we don't kill type people. Yeah. And then Marvel, it's like X-Men. Everything's based in trauma. But it's kind of weird that it's like when it came to the live action stuff, it kind of reversed itself. They flipped it. Yeah. yeah. 
I think because of Batman. I honestly feel like Christopher Nolan's Batman's Joker. Oh, yes. I think Heath Ledger is the reason all of DC is dark. Yes, correct. 1,000% correct. So thanks a lot, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, the original incel. No, I don't know. That's horrible. How dare? No, stop. Stop. He's great. He's, He's great. not I'm just an incel. He was one of the first Jeez. people. Like, if you watch some of the interviews of Brokeback Mountain, he fucking was not fucking around. Oh, people exactly. be like, huh, and he's like, "What's fucking? Exactly. What's fucking funny? What you think this is? Right. What? what? Why is this funny? Yeah, he was, a he was amazing, an yeah. amazing man. <sighs> Titans is dark. Yeah. Well, Give that's, me that Donna Troy. That's it. I feel like. The, the actress who plays Donna Troy, like, I've never felt like I might have a crush on a girl, but I kind of have a crush on her. Oh, really? Yeah. She's sexy. I guess she She's is. She's real sexy. But still, I like boys. Uh, yeah, me too. Like that Brenton Thwaites. <laughs> Let's get some more nudity. Let's get some more nudity. Um, do you follow him? I'm going to, does he have a boy? I need to follow him on Instagram. Uh, he, I do follow him on Insta. Um, he's also a musician and he had this adorable rom-com come out recently where he played a, a mentally challenged, like, uh, what did he, he has some sort of disorder. He keeps hallucinating. I don't know. It looked fun. Oh, I, I'm a sucker for, um, any type of person who plays like a stringed instrument, like a violin, viola, Oh, he's a cello. big, a co- He's a big acoustic guitar singer songwriter. I like more like a bow type. I don't like. No, no, because acoustic guitar, that just reminds me of that dude at the party, like, I got my guitar. You're like, ugh. Oh, no, but like. A guy with uh, an acoustic guitar is like. It is. No, I'm talking about like a guy, like, put on some horn drum glasses, and then it's like, oh, I'm going to play my viola. Like that, yeah. that turns me on. Actually, since I've been on the Trixie and Katya podcast, um, my Instagram has oh. gotten popular and many people oh. have been sliding into my DMs, which apparently oh. I'm like, do you, why? Um, apparently, because, sure. you know, I have no self-esteem. So I'm like, what are you? They're like, oh, hey, G- ginger daddy. I'm like, whatever. But there was a young 20-something ch- cellist Ooh. From Chicago, slid into my DMs. And at one point I was like, ooh, serenade me. And he did. He took a video of him <gasps> playing the viola for me. Jeff, stop. Ugh. Wow. Literally because I you edit can... the show that people like. You can totally have sex with Brenton Thwaites. I know. I need to I need to find out if he watches the Trixie and Katya's show. Probably if not. He's, a he's fan. Australian. Ugh. Whatever, what was her name? Uh, Tatiana Maslani? Was that her Mas- name? Maslani? Yeah. yeah, she's a fan of uh, the show I do. Ah! Uh. And so is Dan Levy. Ah! Uh. Anyway. Well. <sighs> All right. Amazing. Maybe we should have them on for our 200th episode. All right. Well, before that, I'm going to go find the sex scene with him and Starfire and jerk off to it now. Yes, thank you. Nothing but a towel. <laughs> and thank you everybody for listening and checking us out if you missed the X-Men we'll be talking about the X-Men next week don't worry there's a new Marauders and you know we need to talk about fucking Emma Frost yes 
Inferno's coming. Yes. And please like, subscribe to, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can find us, we're at universehead.com. You can find us anywhere and tell your friends. And and write to us. What do you want us to, to give us hate mail? Just stuff to read out loud. We'll read it. And if you're we'll gay, please it. write us because I hate to break it to you, but if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. Bye, 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 bye. 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 Bye.